time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gore More Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser, the Lady O'Rouser, and this is your host, Co- <laughs> oh, That was a good one, dude. I like this, it. This is your co-host, the Dark Lord of Knowledge, Chad Crispin. What is up, bitches? Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gorehounds? And the Killing Machine himself, Bobby Alone. What's up, everybody? Today is October 19th, 2020, and we got a doozy for you today. But first, you know what time it is. It's time for your slice of life. Big Johnny D, you sexy son of a bitch. What did you do? Oh, man. Well, uh, I'm going to take this moment to uh, first give a shout out to our gorehound and horror family member, Mr. Scuba Steven Vasquez. Uh, thank you for filling in, me, filling in for me last week, buddy. Uh, you did a phenomenal job. And... Yeah, you should have seen him when we were doing the pre-show. All right, yeah. hey, buddy. And TJ pulled up your video. And Steve's like, "No, no, what's he doing here? Go!" Fuck you, Steve. It fits so well in the moment. Like, oh, so that's funny. great, dude. And I'm sorry about the audio quality. I don't know why the fuck that was so quiet last week, dude. It sounded good when I first sent it, and then I watched it on the podcast. I'm like, I could barely fucking hear that. But as long as you guys could hear that. Uh, That's all that mattered to me, I guess. <laughs> oh, fuck. But no, man, I was busy. I've been pretty busy boy. Uh, as I said before, I was I took off. I did a little ordaining. So that's where I was last Monday. Right on. And nice, very small wedding in the woods where it was just me, the couple getting married, and the photographer who was also their witness. So right. it was like a 10-minute ceremony and then 10 minutes of photos, pop some champagne, and then we got the hell out of there. It was awesome. Um, hell yeah yeah go down the week a little bit more i actually did a photo like a photo shoot where i was behind the camera and i did a legit one with uh gallows lane and hope to see that coming out and i went a little ham dude because well like i've mentioned to tj multiple times and stuff like i'm still learning obviously so with the light levels and shit i was just like fuck it dude i'm taking multiples in different light levels just to see just to make sure i get something you know what i mean like and so i ended up coming out with like 534 <laughs> holy <laughs> fuck like, oh, i looked right at joe and i was like great day, I'm right sorry bro have fun with that <laughs> like holy shit dude that's obviously you know photos right there yeah dude i mean and it was cool we had a new model and shit um she was awesome and she actually does a little fx work and stuff like that which was Really cool because that's what I'm definitely down for. Oh wow, I get the whole screen. Oh my, Lord. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that went pretty. That was pretty fun. Friday I did uh, my haunted house again, and then Saturday was kind of shitty. I got uh, some sweet oral no surgery. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all at that Evan. point, if that was true, I just want to see your wife go really bad. <laughs> right. dude, you would see a hand come from like right over here off camera, just whap. Uh, and all I have to say is, I think you deserve that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, no, I had uh, two actual, or I had two impacted wisdom teeth on the bottom, and I've been Ooh. fucking just procrastinating like a motherfucker through my life. So, anybody listening, don't do it. Um, <laughs> so I finally got it done, but it wasn't too bad, man. They, uh, I was in at 10 30. I was out by like noon. So and then they, uh, <laughs> hooked me up with the drugs. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, and then, so they took me out of work for two days. So I got to actually watch the movie the day of the podcast, which I personally love doing. And I'm always, or I'm always jealous of TJ and Bobby that they get to do that. Yeah. I miss being able to do that. It, it's doing it's very nice. I mean, like, usually I try to hit it Sunday night, so at least it's, like, the freshest. But Yeah, yeah that's, I, I started watching it yesterday morning, then I had to go up to my in-laws, so I finished watching it last night. Oh, word, nice. Uh, but, yeah, man, other than that, we are here now. Chad, how have you been, brother? I've been well, thank you. I, I missed you because I, I, you, you weren't here last week. I know, I man. It feels good to have the whole gang back. Yeah, it's always okay. great to have the gang back, but... I also want to say we love and appreciate our fill-in hosts. So oh my thank God. you guys, thank thank you you guys so for stepping up when one of us can't. Uh, yes. We really, we really, really do appreciate you guys, and you guys do an awesome job. Um, except for that RoboFuck guy. Hey, he's okay, everyone. No. Uh, <laughs> you know what? No, at we, least love we, you, we love you. At least we are trying to get better as so TJ's not springing on you the day up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to do that. I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> that doesn't, it doesn't bother me. No, that's usually, that's that. usually my fault because it's always like a last minute thing. Hey, we need you to stay over. Uh, but that's, that's but with night shift there now, and they actually just hired a new guy that started today. So that leaves four people on night shift. That makes it a lot easier for me to leave on time. Mm, perfect. Yeah. Nice. So it's not bad. But yeah, aside from work, not much has been going on here. It's been pretty quiet around here. Just uh, hanging out with the kids. I uh, watched a couple movies this weekend. And I watched that new um, Adam Sandler movie, Hubie Halloween. I started that. You, you watched the whole thing? It is stupid. <laughs> it is stupid, but I laughed. I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I just couldn't get into it that much. I mean, I, I watched it once. It was all right. The best part is all the shirts that his mother wore. Oh, my God, dude. Yes. My favorite, I think my favorite one of hers said Muffs oh, died in school. Oh, <laughs> no. I, say, I just love the official. I love your explanation of boner. And like, I think it's just a mistake. You know, like I did a boner in math. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But that is the, that is the old definition of it. That's what it originally is. Is it? Was. Yeah. Oh, wow. A boner was ah. a mistake. Anyways. So she was technically right. Son of a bitch. That is an old definition yeah, for it. knew math is what caused our boner problems? <laughs> well, I mean, if ever, I mean, I had the hot English teacher. I don't know about you guys. I didn't. Have oh that. yeah, I didn't have any hot teachers. Really? Yes. Oh, you kidding me? He's kind of shrugging his head up there a little bit. He's like, eh. sophomore year, hot for teacher just played in my head. Oh god, nah, man, seventh grade, dude, Miss Jackson. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, Chad. I don't know, but I graduated with TJ's mom, so there's that. <laughs> yo dude thank you for that by the way dude because chad ch chad threw me that shit like what a couple weeks ago i yeah. think so yeah, i, I finally got to drop it i was like don't say anything dude and, <laughs> uh, and, i love fuck you chad comments they're my favorite <laughs> thanks sammy <laughs> love you too buddy uh no that shit was good dude that yeah was that awesome. was that was like like i said i really didn't you know 
talk to her, interact with her all that much in high school. So, uh, no, Bobby, I wasn't her daddy. Okay. I'm just saying, dude, she was a babe. Yeah. Saying. Which that, that means that's why TJ's a babe. I mean, yeah. I Listen, I compliment TJ on his handsomeness all the time. I think he could admit to that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. He does. And he it's does. not just that sexy beard. Right. But it does help. Yes. Yes. I, without it, I look eight. It gives you something to grab onto. Just <clears throat> there we and go. It's very, it is very well maintained, too. Yes. Yeah. yes. I, I put a lot of effort into it. <laughs> so what do you guys think of that Friday the 13th box set? I love it. Uh, I feel bad for anybody that got, like, fuck-ups in it. Everybody got it. Every every set is uh is just is uh is li- every single set is mm-hmm. fucked up. Yep. Really? Yep. Ah, uh, no shit. <laughs> Brody, I love it though. I mean, it, it the artwork and everything is a fucking primo, dude. And I love. I still, the, yeah. I still think you're getting it for a steal of a price too. Oh fuck yeah! Come on, you're Plus getting ten bucks a disc. You can't go discs. Wrong. Yeah. What do we think about that? Uh, f- well, we were talking about it earlier, but that unedited unedited part two footage oh I, I think it turned out really good you know considering how they had to source it out i hope they actually like add that shit in at a later date that would be pretty cool actually because they didn't do it in the movie in itself right they it's just the bonus. Uh, now, yeah, it's just a bonus okay Chad and i talked about that uh i would love to see the restoration process that goes behind scanning a, a vhs tape oh definitely right yeah that'd be sweet that'd give make us, a great extra give us that extra blu-ray of that you know what I mean? Like just that part. Uh, some vinegar syndromes uh, has the process on there. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think it's either vinegar syndrome or arrow actually shows the process of the film being scanned and stuff. No shit. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like uh, film preservation. That does sound like it's something more. I, I could definitely see arrows putting that on yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Hmm. Well, my <laughs> thoughts on the box set. Plain and simple is you had one job. God left you unfinished, and thank God we're getting replacement discs. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it looks pretty, Bobby. It can look as pretty as you want, but once you get deep down inside of it, it's not finished. I still love it. I accept it for its flaws, just like I want to be. Oh, it's beautiful, but like I said, once you get real <laughs> deep in there, she's an ugly bitch and she's broken. Not uh, really. It's just a couple minor flaws. <laughs> what missing sound in one scene of Jason X and missing the wrist snap in the uncut Jason goes to hell. I yeah, don't give two shits about the, the 3D. I, I think I James either. Burlew and I would have a different conversation with you on that. I think that uh, for one, I think the sleeping bag sound effect is crucial. And I think that whenever you promise and advertise a true unrated cut of Jason goes to hell, you deliver on that. That's all. But hey. they're replacing it. So it's, it's no big deal. This should have been done from the beginning. What are the things advertised? Accidents happen. Accidents happen. Somebody just uploaded uh, the wrong thing. I'm hoping, you know what? And maybe they'll add something to it to extra sweeten the pot, too. You never know. I mean, maybe they'll give you an extra DVD oh, of something. Yeah, Sean Cunningham in a dunk tank. Continuing. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> Let me just ask, where and when? And uh, I'll sign up. Exactly. Uh, where are we on the slice of life segment? So we're still on Chadwick. Uh, I think we can here. move on to Bobby now, buddy. Okay. All right. Bobby. Oh, that's me. Uh, my weekend was uh, pretty. <clears throat> my weekend was By the pretty. way, for, before you start, Bobby, I'd like to tell everybody that before we started the episode, Bobby was not wearing pants. <laughs> he still might not be. That's no, true. I mean, we don't know. No, he has pants. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Why? TJ got to see him putting them on. Yes, mm. they were nice. 
Continue, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby's taking it in for a second. He's like, fuck you all. Anyway, um, <laughs> love you, buddy. Neck just pulsing right now. As you can see, uh, now everybody out there knows that uh, my pants issues, of course, for the rest of my life. Uh, my weekend was pretty chill. Um, it was just hanging out with my girlfriend and then watching football yesterday. Not too much horror happening. Um, the only thing, uh, actually, more recently, actually about two months ago, but I never showed it. I have the Jaws board game. Nice. Ooh. So I, I just cracked it open today just to take a look at it. It's actually pretty fucking cool. It's got two stages you have to do on Amity Island, and then you have to do on the Orca. It's pretty cool how you can go through the whole game and actually play it with, and it, you know, depending on the outcome, it's pretty cool. So that was one horror thing that I've had for a while. I just haven't advertised it. But other than that, uh, it's, it was just a simple weekend, really. Haven't been doing much else uh, this weekend. So this week, uh, pick everything back up and uh, go from there as far as cosplay stuff and everything. And then uh, Halloween's coming up. And uh, me and my girlfriend, we're doing Strangers. Ooh. So I'm happy about that because we don't see that very much. So uh, that's going to so be fun. You're giving each other Strangers. Is that what you said? Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I'm We're already posted at each other's left hands, unless you're <clears throat> our lefty, then you're right. I'm ambidextrous. Ooh. So you got to sit on both hands before they go numb. <sighs> yes, I do. <laughs> Again, I don't have to sit on any hands. That's true. PJ <laughs> <laughs> uses his feet. The old half stranger. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were that flexible. <laughs> but same I'll show you sometime, Bobby. <laughs> anyway, um, same Next shit today, really. Life's pretty good right now. DJ, what about you? Well, once I take you off solo there. <laughs> so as I say every week, yeah. podcasts here, podcasts there, podcasts everywhere. Saturday, I attended a wedding of Miss Carly McVeigh and Luke McVeigh over in Shippenville, Pennsylvania. Beautiful wedding. Shout out and congratulations to you guys. Hung out with the family a little bit. Sunday, watched Night School. Uh, with Sarah, my girlfriend, absolutely love the film. She didn't. Uh, let me interrupt you. Fiance now, fiance. Yeah. So you get your ass to that gotta one. Get, gotta you know? get used to that, buddy. Listen, this is why you have your buddies watching out for you, man. Hell yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I heard an argument later from here going, dude. Chad girlfriend? and I heard this break so hard, dude. <laughs> uh, I remember, she's a ginger. You do not want to piss her off. Mm. I got yes. my box set in. Uh, it's unfinished, as everyone else's is. I got a couple of new Blu-rays. I got Nicholas's Cage's Primal, and then I got fuck. What's that other one? Oh, uh, forty-seven meters un uh, uncaged. Uh, both mm -hmm. films. Love. Got uh, little slip covers on them. Five bucks each. Can't beat it. You can't nice. beat it. Uh, that Jonas Roberts guy who did uh, Strangers Pray at Night. And then he also did the other 47 meters. He's doing the new Resident Evil reboot. We talked about that on the last episode of Wake and Bake. Oh, nice. Fucking A, dude. Can't wait. Yeah. But yeah, just kind of hung out with the family, rearranged some of the studio here. Uh, got Scarecrow from Batman Begins up on the mannequin now. Got my Book of the Dead. Finally disp displayed properly. Got my fucking blazer on looking fly as a motherfucker for you guys because it's night school, baby. And we're going to review it right about meow. So... On with this episode today, 1981's Night School, directed by Kevin Hughes, who also did Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, written by Ruth Avergan, produced by Ruth Avergan and Larry Babb, starring Rachel Ward as Eleanor Adejaj, or whatever the fuck that is. She also was in The Final Terror, have that movie, pretty decent, and The Thornbirds, Leonard Mann, 
as Lieutenant Judd Austin, also from Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, and Flowers in the Attic. Drew Snyder is Vincent Millett all, uh, uh, in Stephen King's... Uh, 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 I stuttering. <laughs> oh, I sound like Joe Biden now. Uh, Firestarter Commando. <laughs> Joseph Sakari as Taj. Nicholas Carius as Gus. Karen McDonald as Carol. Annette Miller as Helene Griffin. Bill Can as Gary. Margot Skinner as Steve E. Cabot. Kevin Finessi as Harry. Elizabeth Barnett as Kim Morrison. Holly Hardman as Kathy and Med Bowden as Ann Barron. Music by Fred Fidel, who also did the music for Just Before Dawn, The Waterfall Classic, The Terminator, and Fright Night. Cinematography by Mark yeah. Irwin, who did The Fly, The Blob, and Scream. That Among And he did a lot of other Cronenberg's uh, films, too. Oh. Ah. Man with drum, uh, Shivers, mm -hmm. a couple others, I think. Ah, Shivers. Edited by Robert Ritano, distributed by Paramount Pictures, released September 11th, 1981. Runtime of 88 midgets, budget 1.2 million, grossed 1.6 million. Whoo! It went up a few points. <laughs> yeah, they, they barely broke even. This was back right. where you had to spend twice your budget to advertise. But uh, gentlemen, let's roll that beautiful bean footage. This is the original trailer. There's a version. Oh, okay. shit. This is on the Blu-ray. When darkness descends on the city, something happens to the girls who attend night school. You're not walking home alone tonight, are you? After what happened? We'll be all right. I like to call this movie Red Herring. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> red herring. Something. The alternate title for this movie is called Terrorize, though. Mm -hmm. Terrorize? Yes. Mm -hmm. Modern man has only to take a short step to wind up. Do not get it mixed up with John the Kevin Hart, uh, not classic. <laughs> yeah, right. almost happened with John. Forbidding. Fuck that shot. Oh, we've had a few kooks in Boston. You know, that lady had like the longest honest, spiral staircase I've ever seen. Something terrifying. That music hits. Who's there? The headhunter comes. Dude, that poor waitress, man. Yes. This is such a Jala uh, homage film. It's beautiful. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be right back. He's getting raided over there. You guys can't see. <laughs> Jump scare. What the fuck again? <laughs> right? You have all those chairs and you hit them once. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and he's so mad. So many things there for weapons. Love this scene. Love it. Prepare oh my god. Terror. Sorry, my, my daughter school. let the dog into my room. <laughs> Way the peanut butter. It's, uh, Night school. <clears throat> yeah, I think I like the title of that better than uh, what was it? Terrorizer, you said. Terror eyes. Oh. Two two words. Terror eyes. Yeah. Terror eyes. Yeah. Ah. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I was going on watching. I was reading some of that stuff on the box. So, so if you don't mind, I'd like reading this one, boys, since it's my favorite. Well, yeah, be Go our on. guest. By all means. Okay, so they work by day, take a full schedule of classes all night, and somehow find time for study and an occasional date. Women in the evening curriculum at Boston's distinguished Wendell College do a lot of get ahead in life, but there's someone who will go to even greater lengths, someone who do anything to get ahead. <laughs> a killer whose MO is the ritualistic decapitation of uh, victims makes terror a, a required course at night school. Directed by Kenneth Hughes and starring Rachel Ward in her screen debut, Letter Ma'am plays a homicidal lieutenant no, sorry, homicide <laughs> lieutenant, red herring, assigned to the puzzling case. He has hunches, no clues, suspects, not evidence, and a rising body count. Finals are coming early this year at Wendell. And for those who don't make the grade, heads will roll. It is fantastic. We'll discuss it right now. Uh, like I said earlier, it is a true homage to the Jallo films of the 70s, the Italian films that led up to the, uh, let's say, the American slasher genre. I, I would like to say, in my opinion, the pivotal moment would be... Uh, 1976's Strip Nude for Your Killer, transitioning into Halloween 1978. But I'd really say that most of the tropes that you see in Halloween 78 come from 76's uh, Strip Nude for Your Killer. You can argue with me about that, but whatever. Uh, and if you want to say what the first slasher film is, it's a Herschel Gordon Lewis's Blood Feast, or some could say Black Christmas. But either way, we appreciate the Jallo films, and this film is a good homage to all of those films that came before it this came out in 1981 which would be considered the golden age of slasher films and it's definitely shows it's not packed full of tropes and it kind of sets the standard for all the films that come after it it's professionally shot and shot i mean exceptionally well there's some very standout shots throughout this film oh, i'd say the, the acting yeah. on point mm -hmm. you know, that, get a lot of kills that's that's what I said, you know, during a, I was sitting there watching yesterday and I was telling you, Tage, and like this, this is this is shot amazingly well. It is from the very first opening scene till the Absol very last. It's absolutely. And the kills are done effectively. They're not on screen kills. They're all off screen kills with gore sprinkled throughout and uh, the post scenes. The headhunter is a super good uh, killer, in my opinion. Again, that is a, a reference to four other films that came before it, if not more, uh, that, fe that featured a motorcycle killer that turned out mm. to be. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but that we'll talk about it later. Right. But uh, in those films, the killer was in the same vein as what we saw there. Mm -hmm. And the motivation was very similar. So I actually forgot who the killer was until about 30 minutes into the, the second watch through here. And then it hit me and I was like, oh my God, I remember why I love this film. And then is I have one question before I stop talking about my thoughts on this. Is the main lieutenant a psychology major? Uh, I believe he was. Yeah. Okay. So. The is one that they always like, pick on from being Harvard? Is yeah. he this movie's Will Graham? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, that's a toss-up. I don't know if I can answer. From, from hmm. what? I'm like blinking right now. Like compared to Red, like Red Dragon and Science of the Land. Like Red Dragon and... Oh. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That that Will Graham, kind of similar to him. He's a psychologist working with the FBI, and he's kind of like trying to figure out who this guy is. And right. uh, but he's, like, the, the difference is, is he's an actual cop first, and then he's a scholar after that. And I think that those tones, those scholar tones, carry out throughout the entire film. And I think that you guys will, will talk about that and ask questions. But I think a lot of the weirdness can be attested to the scholarly tone of this. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You, you just mentioned Will Graham and... Uh... Wasn't the actor that played him in the last movie we just watched? 
Yes. Yeah, the CSI guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he played him in uh, Manhunter by... Uh, what the fuck's his name? I don't know. I don't I never know. saw Manhunter. Is it Michael Mann? Does that sound right? Say, yeah, that, that sounds. Never right. saw that one. But. Don't quote me if it's right or wrong. Either way, moving on. Uh, what do you guys think? <clears throat> well, uh, this is my first watch, so I've never personally heard this one till now, but I enjoyed it. It was. Um, I could see where you're talking about the giallo, like not even just the blood, but like I said, just the way you know, just the way it was shot. Uh, I like the premise. It was, I feel like you, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm trying to think around like without spoiling it, but personally, like I felt like you kind of figure out who the killer is kind of early, but it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't take anything away because you're still just like waiting and holy shit, dude. Can I just say kudos for the longest fucking scene of potentially the game? Where is the hat? Where oh is my god, hiding yeah. the fucking head. That is <laughs> holy shit. I'm just like, dude, I, I guarantee you, the rest of you were too. You're just like, and obviously they shot it's it like that too, because you really but, don't know where it's at. No, no because you, like the third oh. fucking time and he drops the melons out of the box, you're like, all right, I give up. Where the fuck is this You're just throwing, you're throwing like, things oh, literally god. just head shaped at me now, and now I'm just getting pissed because I'm like. All right, we went through five different fucking boxes, and we still haven't gotten ahead yet. And it's like, holy shit, dude! I loved it though. That was Claude, fantastic. That was a fantastic scene. Clogged the sink with it. That, and not only that, but just uh, the lead up of those two asshole dudes that are just like, "Yo, man, go get us food. We're hungry." It's like, yeah, fuck like, off. We just opened. Like, the humor in the was on point. Yeah, dude. Like, I love that. Um, Since you mentioned those two dudes, that reminds me, they did the classic stereotypical scene when they use fucking construction workers yep. in any restaurant they're sitting there with their fucking hard hats on and then they yep. take them off to order they i'm pretty sure they do not leave the built the uh, site wearing their hard hats probably not i don't think so most I, of them most times they leave them on the construction site i would guess just in case like you don't leave it wherever you take it <laughs> you know what i mean like but that's just that's just irritating me. like oh my god are they really doing this but yeah, but, I mean, it's this was such a very well shot movie. Sorry, John, continue on. No, 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 it's it is, man. Like, and it's uh, like TJ mentioned, red herring. Um, <laughs> they give you a couple good ones, and uh, we go with. Uh, I hope this doesn't spoil too much, but we even get some of that. We and this was before it got kind of like nice. The spoiler alert alarm this time. I don't want to do it. I'm, What's the spoiler alert alarm? I don't know. You just scream it really loud. Spoiler! Okay, there right. we go. Uh, we get some weird early '80s lesbian shit, and it's not like it's not like where no. they try to make it like erotic by any no, means. Here's the thing: is oh. this sets the precedence for so many Pornhub categories? Okay. No, oh yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is okay. This is a school. This is an all-girls school. This is a. This is the principal of an all-girls school. This is a lesbian scene. This is redhead action. This is MILF action. Okay? This is Pornhub Categories 101. You forgot one important one. What? First-time lesbian. Oh, oh my oh, wait, God. Wait, wait, yes. wait. Wait. And cucking. Kind of cucking because the guy's watching. 
Uh, yeah, 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 actually, yes. uh, yeah, he is yeah. right. He is right. So yeah. not only that, but you could go just ex extend that scene. This, okay, so this I want to go. Movie, I want I want to go back to that for just one second because yeah. I had it written down in my notes because I saw this and it's hilarious. Before I watched the movie, I went into the Internet Movie Database and got on the Parents Guide because I wanted to see what I was getting into. And yeah. under the Parents Guide, they wrote mild lesbianism. Yes! yes! <laughs> I swear to God, go look yes! it up. It's I so saw that and like, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It, oh my God. And it wasn't even like where they try to like, you know what I mean? It was just weird. Oh, like It didn't hit Sarah until he she saw them in the bed together. Really? Like, oh my god! Whole, my whole like wife had her face scene, like way before like, that was so obvious. Oh no, yeah! You know when I, she was like, "You should spend the night at my house." Mm. Yeah, <laughs> she's even touching and caressing her face. You know how was? How could that have been any surprise at all? Like they're getting it on later. Like, but just the awkward look on that girl's face. She's like, "Are you okay with this?" She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "No, she's not." No, she's not. I'm like, "This is this is weird." And, uh, like, so, she uh, to this? I don't know. Bobby, do you have any yeah. thoughts on it before we give uh, some people a call? Uh, like you said before, it is a beautifully shot film, and I and I love some of the kills. My, I mean, I won't say my favorite scene. We already talked about it, but it, obviously, given the reason <laughs> why it's my favorite scene, is pretty obvious. But um, for myself personally, it, I wasn't wholly enveloped into the film. It is a good film. I'm not docking. I just wasn't wholly enveloped into it. So, like, but I will say the shots and the way it was shot was certainly wonderful. And it was original, too, for its time because it was different. Most of the time, if you think about the very early 80s, half the time the kills were shown, like, all the time with very little off screen. This one's completely off screen. Like, everything is off screen, which is actually yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, you only see cool the aftermath, that yeah. Got, that it got away with that, especially oh, yeah, in the dude. 80s. That's a tough thing to pull, even in 1981. Because everything at that point was like I said, this is golden age slasher. They were showing all the stuff. I mean, you look look at this compared to 1980s uh, Friday the 13th compared to Gore and on screen. Yeah. And then oh, you also yeah. got to think this is a Warner Brothers production. Uh, what what did the MPA control here, and what actually was shown? I'd love to talk to somebody who made this and see if there's actual uh, on screen deaths or if I Warner Brothers got a hold of it. I haven't seen anything that says that there was. Everything seems to be, you know, they they left everything off screen, kind of implied, like in Halloween or Texas Chainsaw Massacre, now, where it's where, what you don't see that's scarier. Yeah, now that's right. where they kind of go away from the Jallo aspect on it, mm -hmm. because there's some pretty heavy gore and mutilation stuff in Jallo films. Oh, especially yeah. Ar especially Argento and Bava stuff. It gets pretty bad. Well, that's what oh, I like yeah. about this, though, is because the violence and everything is implied. This is something yeah. I can sit and watch with my wife, and she's not going to have nightmares from. She'll exactly. sit there and watch this. This is right. This is, yeah, this is like Criminal Minds kind of stuff that we're you know it's it's more suspenseful and it's almost like a cop drama. Yes, it's uh, very fair. Except you know that twist. I wouldn't well, even call it a twist because I figured it out yeah. way ahead of time. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So before I do fan calls, you guys want to talk about sponsors real quick? Yeah, let's do this. Absolutely. And before we do that, shout out to everybody in the comments right now. What's yeah, we're on? not ignoring you. We we we're, no. we're, we're just involved. We just haven't seen each other in so long. <laughs> <laughs>
Can we hear this? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hello there, creepy girls. Do you like spooky things in horror movies? Then Cabin 13 has the stuff for you. Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit Cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, butts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide range of selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. Hey, you out there. Hey, listener. Take a look at yourself. Want to know why you look like shit? Because you aren't wearing Dubak merch. Take your ugly ass over to dubackdiscussion.net and click on the merch tab. Pick up some hot fucking swag, then you can become a sexual Tyrannosaurus, just like us. <laughs> Graveyard Classics. Horror-themed tees and posters, professional in-house screen printing, and clay prints. Powered by Death Style Art and Graphics. Go see what you can dig up over at GraveyardClassics.net. Come on down to Mask by Lance. Premium Friday the 13th custom-made hockey mask. Down there in Tennessee by Lance McKinney. Find him on Facebook and Instagram over at Mask by Lance. Go order one now, boy. Yee! <laughs> so one of our new show sponsors sent me a little thing here. Oh, a little thing? A little, a little thing. A little thing. Do the thing, Julie. So I got this awesome sponsor called anthony schmidt he runs an etsy account tyler robofuck hooked, hooked him up with me uh by the name of weapon creations and he Ooh. sent me this monster machete <gasps> this was the one that we were talking about at wicked big right yes yeah body look at that baby <laughs> you talking 09 remake here holy shit dude that's fucking Huge. It should be that's like what? 34. That's like a 34 inch fucking machete, dude. Yeah. Ridiculous. How's the weight on it, buddy? I can solid? hold it with my with my carpal tunnel hands. So but what I mean, is it like is it solid steel? Oh yeah, it's heavy as fuck. You could like knock somebody out with this. So let me let me ask you this, only because I understand with mine. Did you go fucking like hack the shit out of some cardboard boxes or anything? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's completely like blunted. There's no edge. It doesn't matter, dude. That thing is solid steel. That shit will still go fucking through carpet. It will still do damage. Oh, yeah, man. Go out and have some fun with that shit. Go out and take some little trees down, man. I want to personally thank Adam Schmidt. I want to uh, plug his Instagram. That's weapon.creations. And that's over Etsy at Weapon Creations. Search him up. Look at his stuff. Highly recommend commercial coming soon. Going to the ad block. Thank you, man, for this awesome piece. We'll be showing it on future episodes, taking pictures, and all sorts of stuff. Thank you oh, for joining yeah, the Lord, Lord family. It's appreciated, and I can't wait to build this brand with you. Yes, welcome. And dude, TJ, it looks fucking you, awesome. Can you send a link to his site in the group chat? Because I want to check out some of that stuff. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, he sells knives as well, and I'm going to try to get him to do uh, Halloween uh, four and five knives. So. Oh, sweet. So, and we could also drop that in, obviously, the uh, Gormore discussion page, drop, too. Drop whatever. it everywhere. Yeah. Yep. So I let's call uh, let's call one person and then we will get on with the review. Oh. Anybody like some Pez? I would love some Pez. <laughs> oh, Baroda came. My double. There's a boy. Oh, no, what the fuck? 
Not much, motherfucker. Just watching and listening in on the show. How y'all doing up there? Yeah. So I got a question for you. 1981's Night School. I guess you read up on it, watched a couple of clips. What do you feel about it, brother? Well, yeah, as, as you said, I couldn't find um, at, uh, the film anywhere. Um, but after listening to you guys just talk about it, probably would have had a better chance uh, looking it up on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> was it on there <laughs> but, um, uh, the few clips and trailer and all that i, I watched I, I can appreciate the film and its overall tone um now the killer design like it's simple but to me somewhat effective like it yes. like probably because i haven't really seen it done before other than the race right um, that's what i was thinking too really Oh, like it was done well. Um, it's definitely a movie I'd probably watch, and hopefully I get to see one day. But um, now I, I, I got to mention the classic spinning carousel scene. Like it was executed extremely well, and to be intense and creative. Um, other than that, I'm really keen to hear the rest of you guys talk about it and break it down. Um, but yeah. I'll uh, I'll try and I'll try and search for it and find it some somehow and hey, good luck, buddy. Yeah, yeah, good luck. <laughs> Either somewhere I'm sure. So it's I'm gonna call. So much. Uh, well, I'm gonna uh, call you next week and I want your uh, opinion on it. So you try to find it uh, over the next uh, week, okay? Yeah, that'll be my mission. Um, I'd just like to know how uh, Chad found it. Well, uh, we can't talk about that on the show, but I'm sure Chad can upload it to some sort of sharing service and we can get it to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> well, Brody, I are sealed. Well, Brody, until next week, brother. Too easy. My brother from another mother. Yeah. Catch you guys later. Bye-bye. See you later, buddy. Bye. Thank you. I'm going to bring Steve on real quick for some promo Ooh. for uh, this Friday's episode of uh, Somewhat Supernatural. Oh, awesome. Hell yeah, dude. Do it. You got his little promo thing? You can throw that on there, too, probably. Ooh, we could. I like that idea. What up, motherfuckers? Scuba Steve Vasquez! Hey, so, this Friday, 7 o'clock, what's happening? Oh, you know, it's going to be sexy time with Scuba Steve again, and we're going to mm. talk about Mothman this time. Oh. oh, yes, yes, yes. Everybody knows who Mothman is, you know. And so I figured we'd go with with something that everybody can participate with, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing this Friday at 7 p.m. Central Time. I'll try to find the uh, video that you uploaded to Facebook, and I'll see if I can put it at the end of the episode for you, man. Awesome, sounds good, man. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, talk to you next week. See you, brother. Yes, sir. Later, man. Right on. Okay, Bye. guys. Get on with this week's episode and this week's review. I didn't turn the wrong one off, right? We're good? What? No, you're good. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Just got to check. So, Welcome I got to know, future. Chad, yes. did you find anything about this movie? I did find a little bit. Would you like to hear some? Absolutely. All right. Uh, this was the first fil final film of director Ken Hughes. Okay. And also the feature, feature film debut of Rachel Ward, which we talked about. Mm -hmm. uh, the writer... Ruth Vergon, however you want to say that, uh, was inspired by an article she'd read about the real-life headhunters of Papua New Guinea. The idea of headhunting became the basis for this film. That was actually, they even talked about that in the film. 
And I, uh, I actually hey, really like I got that. A question. Yes. Of... Who's on a laptop right now? Me. What? Can somebody look up what the killer for 1988's Nightmare Beach looks like? And then while Chad's talking. I sure. Okay. What is it? Uh, 1988's Nightmare Beach. 1988. All right. Go ahead. Okay. But anyway, uh, the oddly shaped knife used as the murder weapon in the film is known as a kukri. The knife has a distinct recurve in the blade. It is used as both a tool and a weapon in the Indian subcontinent. Traditionally, it was, and in many cases still is, the basic utility knife of the Gurkha. Some English speakers refer to the weapon as a Gurkha blade or Gurkha knife. It was shot over five weeks in the spring of 1980. Yeah, now, bud. In the UK, the movie was called Terror Eyes and got a spot on the notorious video nasties list. Uh-huh. Uh, so, guys, uh, what does the killer in Nightmare Beach look like? Like this fucking killer here. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's got a little red in his helmet. Wait, why am I not seeing it? <laughs> Hold on. We're, I'm sending it to TJ right now. So, oddly similar is a very big understatement. Okay. I mean, like uh fucking Brody mentioned, dude. I, I instantly thought the Wraith. Uh, obviously, the Wraith came after this, though. No, well yeah. after this. Nightmare Beach. I, I strip nude for your killer uh from 1976, like I said. I have same exact fucking yeah. design. Same same design, and he, they ride a similar dirt bike. Ah. Yeah, buddy. Continue. Alfred Soul was originally approached to direct this film, but passed it on for another project. And Night School was shot on location in Boston, Mass., largely in the Beacon Hill neighborhood in the spring of 80 on a budget of 1.2 million. It was the second feature film to be near exclusively shot in Boston after the Brinks job. The final sequence, however, was tacked on after principal photography and was filmed in New York city. Hmm. And that's all I got. There's not much. Shout out to Dale Silva. The only person I know from Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's from Massachusetts, right? I have no uh, idea. I don't think he's from Boston, though. I don't think he's from Boston. I think he's like. I don't know. Outside. If you're from Massachusetts, you're from Boston. Yeah, you sound like it, and you're probably a dirty Bruins fan. Nobody likes you anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Bastard. So, John. Yo. You got any questions that I didn't answer already for you? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So I should have not talked to TJ while I was watching this movie. <laughs> not that he couldn't have answered him now, but yes. obviously, you know, for, but so one of the questions I did ask him was, it wasn't really a question. I was just like, Oh, we have a titty painting scene in this movie. All right. Yeah. And uh, so, which led to the question, <laughs> what the fuck was he painting her with? I want to know. So, so I, I don't want TJ too. to say anything. So I want to see if Bobby and Chad know. I right, so here's, what, here's what I honestly thought. Like that ahead, scene buddy. would be the scene for me of like, oh, he killed her, and he's painting her in blood. I that's what I thought right off the bat. I okay. obviously was wrong, but I want to know because you know, hey, uh, future reference, just in case, you know, try something <laughs> new. That's fair. Okay, here's my question about that scene. Yeah, the whole when he's sitting there painting her, and she turns around, mm. and her ass is in his face. Mm-hmm. Tell me, I'm not the only one that thought, eat that mm-hmm. ass. Well, no. obviously, but no, that's a whole different movie, that and that's a whole different rating. Again, uh, this movie is porn up categories broken up. It is everywhere, it is. dude. You got there's college no professor shown aside this, from this no. Movie. You get a little bit. You did. You get, saw, it was a butt. It was a butt. You got you no. Saw, you got nips. You got nips. They were like just a butt. Like you just skip it. And then you also, I I don't know if you count it. 
but there was also all the porn on the uh the creepers wall too so you and could you did, and you there. did see and you did see her titties through the bra which was Correct. very very again clear. that is all jello tropes that they I was into this film. I was actually yeah. going to send TJ just dark nips because that was instantly what I thought. <laughs> oh, God. I saw we never the... figured that out, by the way. We still know who she is. Other than her name is Dark Nips, that's about dark it. Nips. <laughs> that was uh, what? Bordello Blood, right? No. Um, no. Oh, fuck. Pieces. Pieces? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm, that's right. Okay, so to answer your question, what is the red stuff? So many times in the film, it is referenced that those two took a trip to South America and visited a tribe, correct? Yes. So the whole movie is based around ceremonies and traditions. And through that, this couple celebrates those traditions together. And that mm -hmm. sets the tone for the whole film. Now, if you really think about it, you see pictures of them at this village in South America together doing rituals with this tribe. And at, during his class, he even mentions him being part of these rituals. So what they're doing is this red clay used in tribalistic rituals, and they're reenacting a love, like a pre-love making ritual in the shower. So what he's doing is rubbing ritualistic clay on her in the shower. Kind of like the one he just talked about in the class, really. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what I got. Like, but yeah, because I was asking TJ, I'm like, what the fuck is that, dude? Because it looks powdery. And obviously, I feel like the first intention is what most people thought. He's rubbing blood all over. I'm like, all right, we're going that route. But it, okay. But it's definitely clay. It's red clay. Right. We, we, yeah. And uh, anybody, I like. Anybody got a link to that? Uh, just out of curiosity. It'd <laughs> <laughs> probably be at the essential massage parlor, Joe. <laughs> Bobby, what you want is more edible. Ooh. Yeah. They have those at Spencer's, <laughs> but don't go with the don't go with the uh, fruit by the foot ones. Go with the candy necklace kind. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend eating the tribal stuff. 90% of the time, it's made out of guano. I'm, risk, I'm willing to risk it for the biscuit. Ooh, All risk right. it for the biscuit. I love it. <laughs> right on. Okay, so any other questions from the big man? So let's see. Yeah, how the fuck was her uh, – how the hell was – how the hell was the knife always so clean? She never cleaned it off. Literally, he never cleaned it off. Time. Like, it was – I was like, yo – did the killer fucking wipe their knife in goddamn Rainex? Like, what the fuck? Because, <laughs> like, every, cause every time, like, they slashed, like, that was... And I did like this movie a lot, but that was my only thing. I was like, every time they slashed, while well, the girl would get bloodied up, and it didn't matter what scene, because it was great, because they always did the wall yeah. and the girl. It was just never on the knife. And I'm like, well, why is it almost, not, like... It's almost the same question as to why Michael Myers never got blood on him, and some of those kills were really fucking bloody in some of those films hey you know what we'll just i mean like i said dude maybe he, the killer just super waxed their knife maybe they put some rain x on that shit you know what i mean so just, turtle like but 80s it would have been turtle rain wax rain turtle yeah. is wonderful thank you wonderful yes. for turtle wax. Windshield, but for your blade oh it's even better I mean, <laughs> and i love the weapon dude and i love that they stick with the same weapon Yes, but that weapon has been in another movie because I've seen it. I just don't remember what fucking. Ah, uh, yeah. Let me see if I get crocodile Dundee. Was no, it? No, knife. No. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a knife. laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Like I oh. know I have. I've seen it. So there was one thing I also noticed in this movie, and I feel like it was trying to. It was trying to make it so obviously like the characters in it. It was drowned out. But the, any of the time there was running water, 
was immensely loud in this. Did you notice that? Well, yeah, I brought yeah, that up. That's with, one of the themes of the movie. Yeah, I brought that up with the shower, and I was just like, "Holy shit, dude! This lady's got some pressure." Ninety like, percent sure they pumped animal that, noises in the shower. That uh, they definitely did animal noises when the killer killed uh, the nineteen-year-old girl that was uh, getting predated on by the lesbo. Oh, like yeah. she was definitely snarling like a pig, dude. When he pulled her back, like, like she, she that was, was interesting. That's the Jallo thing. Yeah. All right. So my last question is, uh, gentlemen, how do you like your eggs? Cooked. Cooked. <laughs> <laughs> and good night. That's yes. great. I <laughs> know. Oh, fucking loved it, dude. Anyways, any gentlemen, you guys okay. get any, any hair in their beef soup? <laughs> Let's get on with this week's questions. What format did you watch? You, it on and you, how skipped, was the you, you skipped douche of the movie. Oh, douche of the movie? That's fucking easy, bro. The professor. The professor. Absolutely. I would just almost say the fucking the f- dude's getting food. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. You really hated those guys, dude. Listen, I have you. If you've worked at a restaurant, man, you he just opened. He doesn't. His whole place is fucking destroyed. They could see it. I'm listening. They did help him clean up. That's they did. But they were just like, yo, go get the fucking grill going. <laughs> You go, cl- you go start the food. We'll clean up this for you. Ultimately, though, yes, I would have to agree. The professor is the dick because obviously he's laying pipe on all the young ladies and they're just falling all of for it. He's so. trying to tell his honey, oh, honey, it's only you. And I love it. She says something to him. Two seconds later, he's flirting with the fucking waitress. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and not only that, but like as much as the dean, was it the dean? Was that the, who that lady was? Yeah. Molding brains, laying pipe and breaking hearts. That's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> so the lady dean there, dude. Like obviously, like she's her wow. re- she's the rebound catcher too. Like I don't even know why she's mad at him because she could be like, whoops, swoop up all these other. No, girls she's here. literally swooping up on all of this sloppy second. She's going oh, in there. Oh, uh, yeah. she's getting that snowball. She could, well, she could very well have been doing that. She's like, man, he's such a dick. You should come over to my house tomorrow and we could talk about that shit. She's like, oh, honey, you don't want <laughs> a man. Talk about it, you know. Yeah, talk about it. Scene wipe in bed. You're she okay with this, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Don't be nervous. Yeah, I'm okay with this. This is cool. Wide-eyed and stiff. No. <laughs> oh, fucking A, dude. Okay, so, to, get, yeah. to get back to uh, the main questions. I mean, Chad, I think that douche of the movie needs to be moved down to the main questions. I think we could do that. Yes. All right. What format did you watch it, and how was the quality? Let's start with John. Well, I watched it on uh, Prime, and unfortunately, everywhere I looked, it was standard def. Okay. But uh, Prime was the cheapest, so I went Prime. <laughs> it was pretty, but even for standard def, I will say it was still a really clean movie, and the sound was great. So, I mean, you know, besides you don't get your full TV, whoop did you do like that? I'm still a great movie. So. Agreed. Unless uh, you Chad, can get it like Chad or TJ. I may or may not have downloaded a torrent of the Blu-ray, so it was mm. 1080p. Daddy got a VPN. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bobby. Yes. How'd you watch it, handsome? Uh, I actually did the same thing as Johnny. I watched it on Prime, and like you said, quality it was it was good for what it was. So it was still nice to watch it. Uh, the only uh, quality issue i really had was with that the girl his the the guy's girlfriend her voice just sounded terrible 
What? The main the main chick? No, not yeah, like her lips never matched up with what she said. Really? I, I I'd love to see the copy Bobby watched. Yeah, me too. I, like, it should be the same that I watched. How did you watch it on? Like I watched it on my laptop. No, that could be no that could be why. Say I watched it on my Xbox. Yeah. It could be some looseless audio that didn't sync up properly. Probably. Was it when uh, she was talking to the cop and then there's those like long scenes? Yeah, yeah. I th- did think of I thought I noticed that for a second, like there was a weird like unsync, but at the same time I was texting TJ, so I wasn't like really I was like, <laughs> did I catch that? I don't fucking know. No, but yeah, I watched the same thing. So but it was good quality though, uh, picture wise. Yes. I guess I'm the, the only I'm the only one that watched it in HD. Chad, did you were you able to find an HD copy? Yes, I said I downloaded the te- the what? Was it 720 or 1080? I think it was. It might have been 720, but I thought it looked really crisp and clear. Yeah, it's a pretty crisp film. Uh, this features no behind the scenes because Warner Brothers sucks ass. They do. <laughs> Love it. Nice shirt there, buddy, by the way. Thank, Thank you. You, you should have oh, stayed. Uh, Bobby, you wore that the wrong week. This is also only you a two. Wear that in- uh, a two-channel film. This is not a 5.1 Dolby. Ah, Bastard right. cheaped out. But this is the Blu-ray from Warner Brothers. Uh, bare bones as fuck. Yeah, she is. Available would, on Amazon real cheap. Cheaper than my love, wife. I would love to see what Scream Factory Ooh. did with this. Because I was I really like this movie. Yes, I agree. I'd and love was, to see behind-the-scenes interviews. Yeah. Oh. I want a little action figure, dude. I'd love it. I'd love to meet the do uh, an interview with the writer and why he loves Jallo films so much. <laughs> and how does he like five. his egg cooked? <laughs> mm, right? Probably runny. That should be the fucking featurettes. That's what they should be called. It's how do you like your eggs? The story of right? high school. <laughs> how do you like your eggs? I like it. I like it. Patent it. Right? <laughs> That's good, dude. Get it done. I'll, I'll do a mini docu on Project Louder. <laughs> that, that's yeah. be. Yes. Hey, did you catch the new Tremors mini doc called This is Perfection? No. Really? No. It's what? on YouTube. Uh, Kevin Bacon, fucking John Heater. Wait, wait, wait. When does that drop? Uh, the 20th? It? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Island comes out tomorrow, and the doc yes. came out yesterday. It's fantastic. Wow. It's about 30 minutes. We see original cast, original writer, original director. Uh, it's really fucking done well. It's Would more you of a retrospective than a documentary. YouTube, just search it. Uh, Word. I know what I'm watching. Tremors, uh, this is perfection. It's about 30 minutes. It's a very good watch. Very oh, yeah. good. Tremendous. Absolutely recommend right it. The first thing when you type it in. Yep. Bobby just shows a glowing phone. Yeah, yeah. Home. We couldn't even see what it was, Bobby. <laughs> oh, so, boys. Yeah, it's Bert. Favorite oh. kills, boys. Oh, man. Let's start with the little man, the handsome man, Chadwick Christmas. I got to go with the waitress. Mm. It was fucking dope. Because the killer gave that whole big jump into the swipe. Yes. Now, people are going to say the fucking carousel kill. Mm-hmm. Eh. But eh. let's talk about what the head looks like when that fucking thing drops in the aquarium. <laughs> I love that. Can I just okay. say that whole aquarium scene? Into that one, kill. One, okay, oh. how, about, how about on top of that? Literally every lead up to every kill, the whole stalking, the whole suspense. Dude, whole, dude the yes. set of her come, the set and the shot of her coming out of the aquarium, the yes. colors was whoa. It, it's mm-hmm. so, whoa. And not only that, at the end of that kill, 
you all you had a nice little cherry on top of fucking a turtle eating it like that's fucking awesome as soon as the turtle went in for a nibble and i was just like that's it favorite one game over yep like yeah that that was there was no really bad kills there was always like like i said there was a nice lead up to every kill the where it showed the killer stalking each girl yes they weren't the, fast the sheer over. brutality of slashing the girl in the aquarium oh. that's a jalo thing as well there's some pretty intense stalking shit in see i i like the aquarium too because just where they did it it was all white so obviously the blood splatter against the wall just was just but the waitress dude like that scene was I said it earlier, I was pissed that she didn't use more chairs or like anything on the bar as more weapons, but I get it. Like she is getting slashed and she's like, what the fuck do I do? You know I, what I mean? I, I, love, I, love, the match I love that <laughs> as he's chasing after her, as the killer's chasing after her, she's like dropping F-bombs. Oh, God damn, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's calling him an idiot. Like it's like, instead of, if, instead if, of like screaming. So Instead of like screaming in helplessness, she's like basically acting how a normal person would act. Right. Like, okay, so the girl in the aquarium, I hated the way like she was just like, stop it, leave me alone. Like, and then she like threw the net back on her and it's like, nah. I don't know. Like, but oh man, those two I feel like are the top notch for me, at least. Yeah, yeah. But then I for me, the waitress just slightly slightly gets the edge. No, that's fair. I actually like the kill of the dean because I liked when the girl found her head. In the Ooh, bucket. the toilet. Oh, that was mm. good. That was, that was good. good up because you all you saw was the knife go through the door and all you she didn't scream, which kind of bothered me. But I'm like, I understand why she didn't. All you hear was just like, ah, ah. I like that you see, like, and I like that it wasn't completely closed. Like, I like you see that her she pops back in out of the door and then the door yeah. closes again. So you get to see her fucked up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you see the knife go through the door and then later she finds her head in the toilet. I'm like, yeah. I like that shit. Dude, that killer is fast too, man. If you How talk about fucking there? Madden. Oh, is there man. five kills? It was like five or six. Well, that's a double right there. Um, uh, we got five. the waitress. We got the aquarium. We got the beginning. And the, yeah. I thought there was six. Seven. Technically six. Technically six because, yeah, because they had they the bush went, Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But we, we didn't see that because it happened before the movie. The torso in the bushes, the head in the duck pond. Mm. But. Yeah, that I the waitress killed too because it led into the whole like like I mentioned earlier, the where's the head scene that may some people may think last a little too long. Mm -mm. I say it's just right. Yeah. Like by the time you almost you're like, I'm where the fuck <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it all works out. What you don't like a little head compadre? <sighs> I love a lot of head. I mean, listen, I don't I don't mind a good head tease, but you know, I don't uh, want all any gorehounds that can tell me what I just referenced uh, will win something. Ooh, does that count for us too? No, Bobby, because you, no, you know exactly you're a fucking host. You but, ass. But, 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 <laughs> that's like if you're oh, shit. No, we're part of the, we are part of the louder. We don't get that. Yeah. Privilege. Get that. Brody should get it. Brody should know what that's from. We get, we get privileges to talk to our sponsors. Yeah. And say, Hey, yeah. what's up? What's up, big dicks? Uh, mm. Best scene, guys. I'm gonna have to say, uh, her going down the staircase, oh, so and nice. then that whole sequence of her, like that whole stalking leading up to the kill of the lady gets her head in the toilet. I like that. Uh, oh, good. 
I want to say that I'm not a big fan of the, the, the last scene. Uh, I don't like action sequences. So the, the, the end right- scene seemed kind of weird, honestly. With it, like it, I don't know. Like I liked it, but it it well, didn't that have was, the- that was the part that came in post production. So I think that yeah. uh, I think that was tacked on. That oh, the, the the bike chase. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes that sense. makes sense. They were like, "Yo, we have this dirt bike this whole time. You know what we should do?" Okay, you know what? my 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 favorite shot is the spiral staircase. My, so my favorite scene is the entire aquarium set, and then yes. the death in the aquarium with the knife running along the the steel, and then like Chad said, her panic as throughout her death. I think that entire scene is just shot well. In the setting alone, is just. Mwah. I think I think I think I agree with you there. That was my favorite scene too. Mm-hmm. Mine is definitely in the diner where it's the longest time till we see that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Bobby on that one, dude. The stew scene was definitely my favorite. The assholes coming in, him pouring the beef stew, the hair, it should have popped out. It should have came off the box. <sighs> where was it? In the fucking sink the whole time. Clock. Dude, and it was they did it it's so well because like that was a true that, head cheese. Yes, it Literally. was. And that's the like it kind of had a little bit of comedy in that scene. And like I don't know, man, dude. That I love that shit. So, so Chad, yes, opening scene. Oh yeah, it was those beautiful shots that were so much better than uh, Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we in Boston. Yeah, Boston. From Boston. Get your khakis and your cockies. What? <laughs> okay, I got a question. Was the store owner from Boston or was he Italian? I feel he was Italian. Anything. What was he, Bobby? He sounded more Italian than anything. Yeah, I, I thought say, so. Nobody had a, a very thick. thick Boston accent in this movie. No, no they didn't. I was a little no. upset with that. Yeah, this okay. wasn't like Family Guy. Definitely. <laughs> right? Yeah. Harder, harder. <laughs> so, uh, he sounded just like Peter Griffin. That was great. Harder, harder. Oh, yeah. Be- baby. That's my bad. I was sending a tweet. Hottest girl, hottest guy, best tits, best dick, hottest Ooh. girl. Uh, I want British to say girl. the British girl. British I will girl. agree with uh, Chadwick. In for man, you have to say the detective. Yeah, yeah. Just the despite, had a very nice jawline. Terrible choice in sweaters. He was a handsome man. <laughs> oh, they're asking what I yeah. said. I what agree with don't you. you like? A little head compadre. I know it. <laughs> Let me answer. No, Bobby, no. Please, please. I'm like that kid in class that knows it all. Please, please, please. <laughs> no, Bobby. So, uh, guys, 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 guys. Where, yes. are Where are we? Where are we? We are. We are. We are. Oh, yes. Everybody answer their hottest. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to say it down, Jake, and Detective. Score absolutely set the fucking mood. Oh, I yeah. would have to say that the synthway stuff was. Oh yeah, for this film, it it fits it so well. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> he was the first. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, we'll figure Steve. out your we'll figure out your prize later. You know what Steve gets? Sweet mustache, rad. Yeah. Wait, can Steve? <laughs> wait, nope. Steve can't answer that. Now the contest. Steve's Project Boy, Louder. He's Project Louder. Oh. No. <laughs> We gotta uh, open our OnlyFans first. <laughs> right, gets, uh, gets in for free. Okay, sixty-three minute mark. It took before Bobby met uh, mentioned a premium service. So uh... <laughs> well, we only had sixty-three minutes. Not bad. Though. <laughs> Damn. 
normally someone else. That's true. Usually we hit that shit earlier. Hey. I mean, the fact that we support the fact that we talked about you pantsless and we yeah. didn't bring that up, I'm actually kind of surprised. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like you're slipping. <laughs> I will do a mystery right. quote for the next episode. It'll be extremely obscure. So oh. Best song doesn't apply here because we didn't really have any standouts, but favorite character. Personally, I think that the main, the, the killer, the headhunter, the girl that plays the headhunter is extremely complex. And that character itself is just super cool. And all her reasons are kind of justified in parts of the world. <laughs> I like how their justification for anything is just like, yo, man, this shit's been going on way longer than our civilization has been around anyways. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, fair, but... <laughs> 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 can't argue that i guess unfortunately no. still cutting off all the fuckers heads i don't My know i kind of want to go with character. the detective on that yeah I, I agree with chad the detective i mean because he did figure he knew who the killer was he just couldn't but he couldn't do anything well she was too good she never left evidence or anything like that you know? exactly and they thought they but, got the guy at the end and he's I, like did we I well, I agree because he was slightly kind of a dick. He obviously had some really good sarcasm there. And uh, okay, I, fuck spoilers. Can we talk about the fucking end scene? Let's do it. Yeah, I think we already covered it. I mean, I fucked that up anyways when I was talking earlier. <laughs> and I said she. So. Yeah, you, I noticed that too. But I don't yeah, say I was like, oh, yeah, fuck it, whatever. So <laughs> anyway, the, girl, the assistant slash girlfriend is the killer. She is the the head hunter. As, as in most Jello films that feature a motorcycle killer, it is a female, it is a jealous female, or that needs revenge or some sort of shit like that. But at the end, the headhunter comes back in the killer's car. Well, not in the killer, but the lieutenant's car. He goes to choke him. But it's Love not it. the headhunter. It's the partner. He's fucking wacky sidekick. And we end the film in a terrific note. Mwah. <laughs> Can we talk about how that dude totally went into fucking lockup and stole a dead dude's clothes to fucking prank his buddy? Yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. I was like, wow, that is far for a prank, dude. Like, holy shit. I, I was told by my first boss, when you think you're taking a prank too far, you push Take it farther. Forward. Okay. Go 10 more feet. Huh? Gotcha. And, I've, and I've done that. And if, and if you are familiar with my sex machine cosplay jokes, it, mm. it's, yeah. Mm. For any of the Gorehounds listening, just just search that up on Instagram and you'll totally get the, the joke. Can I get a quick scare oh, God, that's real funny quick? Shit. <laughs> I'm pushing the limits on scaring somebody. So I worked in a care center for four years. So on my last year, one buddy who worked with me, we knew this one nurse was just terrified of no matter what we did. Like, we come around the corner, say hi. She's like, <gasps> so, so here's what happens. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. Apparently, I didn't know this, but he scared him three times already, and he was getting to the fed up point. <laughs> so the doors were closed, and he was coming out of the office, had his papers all all over. I literally burst through the door and said, Murray! All you saw were papers fly everywhere, <laughs> like fucking everywhere. And I smiled, and he just looked at me with the eyes of killing me, and I'm just like, what? He's like, the fifth time you guys got me, and it's 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like... <laughs> I'm so sorry. That dude needs to like just chill back on the coffee a little bit. I was like, of course, I'm the one who gets in trouble, and he did it three times beforehand. Bobby, you got to be that guy, huh? Boy, Bobby, love it. it. Okay, so Brody's asking if he wins now. No. (laughs) 
Oh. Steve ruined it. He ruined it. Damn it. No, no, gotta no say guys. It like Steve ruined. Was it scary? No. 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 Great defense, though. Super yeah. good defense. Yeah. For once, we have a film that actually had in suspense. Literally, everything was in suspense. You, you can't even argue that. How does it hold up today? I think uh, for genre film, I think it's pretty damn good. I don't. I, think, I, I yeah. think it holds up extremely well. Yeah, they don't make them like they used to. People. <laughs> there are movies that we've watched newer that look shittier than this. I will say that. So the only thing I would, <laughs> see, I would like to see is full HD. Right? Oh, wow, dude. You want to talk about shots? Brody got gypped out of that one. Oh, oh, I love it. Brody, if you want a prize, DM me. I'll Yo, there's you. just going to be like Bad blood always. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I want to agree with Scuba Steve. He posted something the other day about uh, as much money as he spent on uh, slots on giveaways. He could have just bought the damn thing. Right? Yeah, but sometimes it's just fun to do that little bit of gambling thing, dude. What, what I mean? raffled off, I don't think has a set price right now. I think it varies so much. Wait, is that it? Did Lance win that? No, Lance did not win that. Who won um, that? I, I didn't watch. Uh, Skip Parton won it. One of Brandon Lane's friends. Oh, congratulations, by the way. Yeah. I don't know uh, what the current price on it was. I just kind of guessed and then I uh, lowballed and then made that my raffle because yeah, I've, I've seen that thing go upwards of $300, $400. Oh, yeah. Those old sideshow Jasons are worth mm -hmm. a lot. Really? If, oh, you yeah. of, if you get a Pamela part two and or part three, you probably double what you got. Mm. It's got I can say box. that uh, the box sets that I will be getting are going to be beautiful. Mwah. Mwah. Noise. Uh, also, Vinegar Syndrome is having a sale. Still, really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I'll send you the link to this to the place that's having it. It's fifty percent off most of their titles. No yeah. shit. I'll send links to you boys. Uh, I know I, I do want to get that fire in the sky. I, I didn't get to order it yet. Oh, yeah. I, I need to get that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, acting. Good or bad? That was pretty good. I think yeah, it fits the film. It's not too over the top. And it wasn't um, It wasn't cut short by any means either. And this was What's-Her-Name's first movie, right? We, uh, yeah. So, you know, not too bad, I would say. Cinematography, I mean, can't really say much. I mean, the same guy did The Fly, The Blob, and Scream. And that's some pretty serious heavy hitter films for horror there. And it definitely mm -hmm. shows here. And like mm -hmm. Chad said, it's professionally shot and it shows. And I mean, beautiful, beautifully yeah. shot film. I oh. mean, that that makes that takes it that extra step. That extra step was crossed. It actually uh -huh. did very well, I will say. Premise. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it, A, man. Yeah, especially I when mean, you get down to the whole motive for the killer and everything. Yeah, you, then the premise right. becomes that much better. Let's you compare this to Blood Harvest for premise. Right. You, you, but you take that, but then you just add the weird, like, tribal shit to it. Yeah. Everything. I like hey. the fact that at the end of the... It's not weird. They're scholars. They live above another level of understanding. You have to mm -hmm. understand that. <laughs> I hey, like thanks. You, you just reminded me we're getting close to Thanksgiving. You know what that means? Thanksgiving. That's Thanksgiving. not Time to watch. Yep. Time to watch Blood Rage again. 
Oh, man. Oh, speaking of Thanksgiving, go listen to our interview with Thanksgiving director Jordan Downey. Uh, exclusive over at projectlouder.net. Rabbit Hole Podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, buddy. Nice Actually, nice. he's a fan of Project Louder. Yeah, on that episode, he reveals he's a longtime listener. So, sweet. That's sir. Nice. Awesome. So, recycle, rewind, a remake. I don't want to see it remade because I think it's perfect the way it is. So, I think what we're going to do is I want a, I, uh, I want a remaster. I don't want any of these things. I want a remaster. I want, like Chad said, Shout Factory get a hold of this beautiful bitch. I agree. Absolutely. Oh, and uh, new art and a slippy cover. Please. Yes, please. <laughs> Even hey, though I like that. Figure. Give me the little action figure. I want. A is for Apple, B is for bed. Chain action figure then. See, yeah, I love that tagline. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if I'm not mistaken, does uh, they do they have access to the Warner Brothers catalog? I don't know. That's a good question. I thought they did. But I'm going to have to look now. I think it yeah. only depends on certain films. This is That's a rabbit hole in and of itself looking for rights. So that's a... Uh, to be continued discussion. So rating boys, I will finish it off with my rating. Yeah. So right. Start it off with the low ball score, Bobby. Uh, well, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> 2.8. Wow. Really? Uh, Chad. Uh, you know, I'm going to give it three and a quarter, 3.75. Big Johnny D. I'm going to give it a 3.6, sir. I'm going to give it a four and a half. All right. That is a Gore Moore score of 3.6. There you go, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) Full circle, guys. Full circle. Full circle. (laughs) No, dude. You know what? Let me just say, TJ, thank you for uh, exposing me to this film. Uh, yeah, I will say thank you for I because I did I did enjoy it. It just didn't envelop me whole. That's all. Thank you, Heather, for the compliment and catching that little Easter egg that the color there is the same color that I have on my shirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> for you guys to review Fire in the Sky. Uh, take that up with Chad and we can push it ahead. That's thanks killing that episode is dope. Thank you, Heather, for listening. Appreciate yes, that. Please. Uh, you're welcome, guys. I, I know some of my my picks are stinkers and kind of out there because I am such a whore for the slasher subgenre. Yeah. I kind of, I, Listen, I literally like all sorts of films. I TV, mean, I've seen you bend over and just take, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I promise you. And I, and I wholeheartedly promise you that the worst is yet to come. So, uh, Sweet. Oh God, that's well, gotta be blood hook then. All I'm, all I'm going to say is you've given me pieces and you know what? No matter what you throw at me after that, I don't care. I also like, gave you don't open till Christmas. That's true. That was a good one. And you also gave it. It's coming up on that time, too. Oh, yeah. But it's scheduled. And, my daughter, uh, Daddy, how far is Christmas? I'm like, I don't even want to think about that shit, honey. Oh, like, Halloween's yeah. not even here yet. I can tell you right now that in the Home Depots, oh, oh yeah, Christmas trees are up. Okay, so continuing a conversation that Brody and yeah. I had at 7 o'clock this morning. Ooh. I believe X-Files? favorite X-Files episode Ooh. starting with Chad. Oh man. I uh, love this. I hate to be that guy, but I got to go with home. Okay. Fair enough. That fair was, enough. which one was that one? Remind me. Inbreds. 
Oh, the one where they had the fucking quadriplegic mother under the bed. Gotcha. Oh, that yeah, fucked that, up, dude. That creeped the hell out of me the first yeah. time. Oh, my God. I, I actually agree with Chad on that. That was some freaky fucking shit. Oh, dude. Oh, favorite X-Files. This is going to be hard. Season four, I... episode five. The episode's called The Field Where I Died. It is a, uh episode about a cult. And pretty much the whole episode is... Mulder and Scully trying to prove that this guy who has multiple personalities is the leader of a cult. And by the time that they figure it out and he gets there, everybody already drank the punch and he walks mm-hmm. into a fucking bloodbath and it's okay. just his fucking body bodies everywhere filling this room. And you just see him break down on his knees and he's just fucking sobbing. And he, the whole episode ends when there's this horrible tone of him just feeling utter defeat. And it's just such a fucking powerful episode because he tries so hard and you feel so much for the for them and you're just like ah oh, dude there's so many good like honestly okay so funny enough scuba steve just put it like the fiji mermaid episode i really enjoyed uh because that was just a creepy like sideshow carnival oh episode. uh have you honorable and- mention for me is the share episode wherever they have the mutant dude uh break into people's houses uh drug them and then dance with them to share so my my tie for honestly top two are going to be the fluke one where it had the mutated fluke or the other one where there's those spores dude that like fucking ejected from people's necks and killed them that shit Uh, brody can you remember what episode i told you was the uh body horror episode hard fucking body horror ones yeah I, I went through me and me and Brody broke it down of like best we subgenres X Files the other day. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, because there's there's always your uh, your main story X Files episodes, and then there's like your off kilter like one offs, like the Nessie episode where there was like a crocodile, yeah. but it really was like a monster there, there too. Ooh. There is one body. Yeah, if, yeah, if they would have stayed there for another thirty seconds, they would have seen the real yeah, body. right. Then they're like, oh shit, there he is. <laughs> that body horror episode. Fuck, what the hell is the name of it? Which that was one that I really liked, so that one for me, but I just don't know the name of it. God damn it! Yeah, I don't. I'm terrible with the names of the episodes, but it's been so long. But so the sport one I liked. What was the other one? Was that the same, or was that the same one where they had it started? Was it the sport one where it started under the armpits, and that's how they knew? That sounds familiar. Because that was like a whole like the thing situation. Because like they were all in like a fucking iced. Uh, like cabin somewhere and then like they all started wondering like who was infected and shit well brody just said it's is it the one where they escape from prison and have huge boils and shit yep that's that's the one i was thinking of the body horror episode oh no then that's the one yeah the one i'm thinking of these guys it started with a dog and it had purple they had purple bumps on their elbows and shit and then that's how they knew like they were starting to get infected Fuck, dude. Brody's going to make me start watching X-Files again. <laughs> I believe uh, it's on Hulu with ads right now. I, I, I also, it wasn't I, for yes. I like the comedic episodes, too, like Jose Chung's from Outer Space. And uh, what was the one with the vampires where it was like Salem's Lot? Wait, the one with where... Um, oh, my God. Fucking... Chad, uh, refresh. Ryan, dropped out. Chad, you know, the video. I would say there was that one episode I remember Ryan Reynolds and he's a baby oh in it. Hey, hey, Steve, can you send me a link to a downloadable version of your trailer for episode two of Somewhat Supernatural so I can play it? 
before the end of the stream, please. Thank you, Brody. Thank you, Brody. Season, dude, that shit was awesome. We're good to go. Yes, you yep, are good, good to go, sir. Oh man. Yeah, I love the X Files. It's one of the shows I'm nostalgic for. You can buy the full Blu-ray set for about a hundred dollars right now, hundred fifty yeah. maybe. Uh, it's That's actually cheaper than the DVD set currently. That's so go buy. Really? Yes. No shit. Is that all? What ten seasons? Twelve, I think. Yeah. Wow. Is there twelve? Or, is there ten or twelve? So the original series ran from ninety three to two thousand and two, and then you had get, I think there was two seasons recently, so I think it's twelve. Well, they just brought back okay. like a season like a few fucking years ago, like in 2017, uh, 2018. They did like some random January twenty fourth, two thousand sixteen through March twenty first, two thousand eighteen. So it ran for two years, but I don't think it's running anymore. So about twelve. Yeah. All right. I'm sure those last couple were probably, eh, but. Never know. I never. I didn't. I didn't watch those. So, no shit. Oh man, Brody just took me down nostalgia lane there. <laughs> I used to even have. I don't know if you guys remember them, but like the X File collectible cards, dude, of like each episode and shit like that. Oh, you know how many times I've seen those at like Monster Mania? Like, every- oh, I'm sure, dude. People just trying to get rid of that shit. They're like, so there's, there's a total of 218 episodes. Hot damn. Breaking down the X File episodes, yo, dude, Ooh. sign me up. <laughs> that can be a fun uh, show. We can work on that. That can be for Gory Bits Patreon stuff. Ooh, I like it. That's X for me. Oh man, that'd be great. A whole X Files retrospective. That would. That's like forever. Fuck yeah. Oh, gentlemen. So yes. Yes. Do we have anything else to discuss? Is anything else new in the horror world that we haven't touched on? Or I know uh, they threw up the new potential uh, Texas Chainsaw poster I today. I did. Oh, I'm so impartial to that. Horrible. Yeah, I don't know how that is I feel a horrible like poster because it's just burlap with multicolor like rainbow all over. Yeah. It. Like, yeah. Hmm. I, all I want is just Leatherface in all his glory. For the love of God, please. Well, don't fuck it up. Is is Fidel Alvarez directing it or is he just producing it? Because if he's directing it, I have high hopes. If he's producing it, it could go either way because I don't know who's directing. You know it. what? Uh, it, you can't get better than the next generation with me for entertainment factors. Uh, they can't. They can remake it all they want, but they'll never beat Matthew McConaughey screaming ridiculously. Well, wasn't this film also? Wasn't it about a month ago that they literally had to stop shooting because the director and them just did not see eye to eye? I have no idea. Yeah, I haven't even I didn't even know there was a new one fucking coming out until now, I just I think about it. This was the film because I read it on Bloody Disgusting that said Texas Chainsaw Massacre filming in hold because director was let off the project. Oh no I, shit. You know, oh, that's always good. I'm pretty sure <laughs> right. So I'm gonna end this episode with a trailer from our good friend Scuba Steve. Ooh. So without further ado, this is your host with the motherfucking most TJ Bowser, the lady arouser, signing off. This is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, Chad Crispin, saying tune in next week for Halloween 2. Yeah. This is Big Johnny D saying, see you later, Gorehounds. This is your killing machine, Bobby Moon, saying I'll kill you later.